What's up? What's up, everybody? This your host with the most, the Honorable Darren Purnell, on the best podcast in the world, Unusual Pad Podcast. Uh, and today, I just want to get right into it. Uh, the topic of the um, discussion today is wait your turn. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity than having an opportunity and not being prepared for it. Uh, I'm seeing this too many times where people that I love and 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 they'll come take classes. Uh, I admire them. I like their work ethic, but they don't they don't believe in. They think waiting for their turn is. It's not, excuse me, preparation time. So what they do is they just wait. They don't prepare. They don't practice. And then when the opportunity presents itself, they can't take full advantage of it. So since they can't take full advantage of the opportunity that come to them, oftentimes you'll see them get passed by or passed over and then bitterness kick in. So uh, today I was having a conversation with a group of people. And when I was having a um, conversation with them, one of the main things that we, we discussed in having a conversation of, they felt as some of them felt as though like they've been looked over. They've been not appreciated in some way, type, form, or fashion. And that could be true. You could be in a situation like that. But I, I noticed two of them, when it was called up, one of the uh, the young men I was talking to, I went to a christening at a school, at a a church. And when we got to the christening, uh, they called him up to do the prayer in church. I ain't been to church in a long time. So I do know that if you're in there in a while, and that's one of the things that he was talking about. He, he, you know, he feel as though he can do this, that, and other. Well, when he got up there, of course, he bombed. He didn't do a great job. And when I talked to them after, man, see, that's the type of situations they put you in. Um, if they would have told me, man, when you trying to, you in this entrepreneur world, and this to all the entrepreneurs out there, opportunity has no labels, no colors, no nothing on it. It passes by whoever it hit and, and prepare for when it hit them, that's who going to take off with it. That's who. That's it. You you looking for something to come on, on time? The weather to be right, the timing to be right. Um, ten people to proofread your speech. Um, everybody that you like sitting in the audience. Nobody you don't like sitting in there. Uh, the sun is at the right angle, which you got a suit on, but you're not gonna sweat. Um, the wind blowing right. It's not gonna rain. Um, you 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 ain't madly in love. You you and your girlfriend ain't had a uh, uh, your wife ain't had a fuss in six months. It's not gonna happen like that. And stop living in that fairy tale world. So as I'm talking to this young man, I say the opportunity came your way. That's when you're waiting. You're preparing. You prepare yourself so when opportunity comes, you could take advantage of it. And now when you're not doing it, some people saying, damn, what well, that young man that, that did it last time? Oh, uh, they got the great motivation to speak that I, um that I listened to. His name will come to me in a second. Uh and he had a radio gig. He started out as just doing errands for um 
for the radio station is in Florida. His name gonna come to me, and he tells a story on how one of the the guy was getting rock and ride, was getting drunk on the air. So the general manager called and said, "Do you can you call anybody in?" And he said, "Yeah." He said when he hung the phone up, he said he must be crazy. He called his mama and his girlfriend. And when he called his mama and his girlfriend, he told them, get ready. I'm about to go on the radio. And sure enough, he called the general manager back and said, I can't find nobody. He said, you know how to work the buttons and everything, huh? He said, yeah, go in there, but don't say nothing. Soon as he got on the air, he said his line, his quote that he'd been working on. Hey, this is your the one and only or whatever. And he got a job right then and there on the radio station opportunity came he was ready he was hungry so his les brown les brown is the motivational speaker that give that speech and he talk about that and if you go pull it up on about when he got his opportunity on the radio station that's how opportunity comes it's not going to come to you rapper lil wayne if you pay attention one of the cash money records i'm from new orleans louisiana one of their biggest hits is a song called bling bling well the first original version, they have the, the, the rapper Young Turk was on there. Young Turk was on there. And Young Turk decided to get loaded on this particular day. The university wanted to record a radio version for this song. And they said, get to the studio and do a radio version. Well, guess what? They can't find Young Turk. Well, guess who right there? Rapper Lil Wayne. And if you go to the Breakfast Club interview, Turk says like his career took off and like mine became stagnant. Opportunity. That's how it is. It, it going to hit whoever there. If you ready for it, you'll take off. I didn't been in so many places. And I wasn't on the agenda. I wasn't on the radar. But I was prepared. I, I remember working this job. And I was working this job. And every single day we went to work. We was getting paid. But we they wasn't ready for us to start working yet. So every day... All you hear is them people talking about getting laid off or the camp look like it's about to be on a slow camp. So I come in, even though I know that I'm not going to work every day with my uniform. The reason why I came with my uniform on because I know somebody going to call off one day. So I went 10 days in a row and I, and I called off. On the 11th day, they picked me. Well, it was, it was at the camps where the kids come from on... Um, the Hispanic countries. It was a camp built in Texas for them, on um, close to the Texas border. I even forgot the town that it was in. So the kids start coming in. So I start working every night. I start working every night because I was ready that one day. So that person got sick, and I start working every night. Do you know when they start laying off? Who you think they're gonna lay off first? Now I remind you, they got over a hundred workers that's not going going to work every day because the kids slowed up with we're coming over the border so who you think they're gonna lay off first who you think they're gonna lay off they start laying off all the workers that was getting paid not to do nothing but i saw that sometimes you could see it i saw that was gonna happen i got laid off 47 days 47 days later Later. So instead of me being out there for three months and getting laid off, I was out there for a whole cool five months, five and a half months. But that's just for me being prepared. Sometimes situations you can see it and sometimes you can't. Another job I'm working at. 
uh, I used to work at the shipyard. Remind you, uh, you're hosting. He, he, he's no joke. I have had jobs. I, I was never scared to work and put uh, food on the table. I was working at the shipyard. And when the ships come in, all type of particles be on the ship and the ship be stank. Believe me, y'all, seawater stink. That's why when people come in dealing with seafood or whatever, that's why it stinks so bad. So remind you, I I see this welder working, and I start helping him out as a helper. And I'm telling my friend that's next to me, my job friend, I say, man, do something right here because we might can stay right here every day or for the rest of the day because he, he, he need a helper. So this welder way in the little hole, and he's working. And then I, I'm down there. Every time he come up, I'm anging the fan towards him. I got his water ready for him. He got the welder gloves on. I'm wiping the mud off him. I'm being a good helper. Now, I remind you, this is he's a Spanish-speaking welder. His foreman came up and, and, and talked to him. He said, hey, to us, but talk to him in Spanish. And then he asked, and he pointed at me. So he told my partner, you can go back. So... My job friend had to go back. Well, the reason why you don't want to be pressure washing the ships when they first come in. Now, I remind you, you got a pressure washer in your hand. You're working. All of, you got to put on a Tyvek suit. All the stinking stuff splashing all over you. And it's almost like, man, that was it was going to be a nasty day. So I saw an opportunity where... Shit, why would I have this, this, this go do this nasty job where I could sit right here with a fan blowing on me? Remind you, in the ship, the welder in a hole at the bottom, he's doing all the sweat and he's doing all the work. I just positioned his fan we wanted at. I got, he got ice chest with water. Every time he came up, I, t- I he'll hand me his gloves, I hand him his water, I angle the fan to him. Boy, I was the best helper that you can ever ask for. But I saw the opportunity and seized it. And I think in life, we have to get that in our mind. We have to get that in our mind that opportunities, sometimes you'll be able to predict it. And then sometimes it, it, it just comes and you have to be ready. So whatever field you in, you have to prepare yourself. You have to prepare yourself. Um, my first job, I worked at Popeye's Chicken, the founder, first Popeye's that ever opened up, opened up in Arabic, Louisiana. That's how much a Popeye uh, employee I was. I know the history. I know everything. I was a good employee. My first um, week working there on Monday is slow. Tuesday is slow. So after I get down, the batter man is called. That's the person that fried the chicken. Um, it's called the batter man. That's the position name. So when it's slow on a Monday the following week, I asked the girl, can she show me how to pack? The girl named Sonia, I never forget, Sonia Gardner. Sonia showed me how to pack. Packing is well. So you, when you call in, just run y'all down the positions right quick. When you go to the speaker at Popeye Drew the Drive Thru, uh, um, and you say, uh, um, they say, Welcome to Popeye's, may I take your order? That person is called the order taker. When you drive around and get to the window, that person is the cashier. So the person that make the order also have a head set on, and that person is the packer. The packer listen to the order and they can kind of make the orders ahead of time. But also the orders just showed up on the screen where you can see the orders. All right. And then they have the batter man. The batter man fries the chicken. The prep is in the back making sure that you had the stuff. So a couple of positions. Now, packing was right next to the batter station. So 
As I got my board, what they call, you have all your chicken up, you have the strips up, you have all the stuff that you're supposed to have up. Now you got downtime. I clean up my station. It's slow. So I asked her, can she show me how to pack? So Sonya calling out. She calling out a couple of orders to show me, and then we put that chicken back. That's my practice. Now, when they come over to Hayes set, um, I'm going to make whatever order. So somebody come through, I want a two-piece combo with two-piece combo white with a red bean. So I make the two-piece combo like she showed me when we was practicing with the biscuit in up, box it up, get it to her, she, the, the, the cashier, make the drink, send it out the window. I, now, now I got packing down pack. That Friday... Somebody that said that somebody calls off. The second shift started at 5 p.m. That person called off. When that person called off, guess what happened? They said, man, we need another packer. That person called off like 545, 4543. So what I do is, I say, man, Willie, that's the manager that was on duty. I said, Willie, I'm not a pack. He called out a couple of things I showed him. He said, man, Isaac not going to want no rookie. So I said, I asked him myself, when Isaac come, I asked Isaac, I said, Isaac, man, I could pack on this own. He said, man, you don't know how to pack. Who showed you how to pack? So I said, I do know how to pack. Call some things out. He called some things out. Show him I could pack. He said, yeah, you can have a shift. Now, I remind you, now I'm working a double. I'm working my shift. I was a batter man. I get a new shirt, tuck my shirt in my pants. I'm in the front. Now I'm packing. So now I remind you, Isaac make the shift for the next um, week. I go look at my shift. I got two packing days on there and three battle man. The reason why you don't want to be in a battle station because you come home every day with flour all over you. And you don't want to work like that. Everywhere you go, you can't just go, go nowhere else because you got flour all over you. So when they look, I got packing and battle. Three battle days, two packing days, five days. So now I get packing, now I'm packed. Now remind you, I'm learning what I'm supposed to learn. Now before you go to the next level, you got to learn what you're supposed to learn. So I learned that. And guess what? It gets slow again on a Monday. I say, Sean, you'll show me how to take all, how to order take? Sean, you tell it, show me how to order take. Isaac see me order take it. Now I got one order on um, taking days, three Batman days, um, and one Batman days. But as I start to learn, I start to become the person that can give everybody a break. So I can give the Batman a break. I became. And I never forget, I answered the phone, 2245 Popeye. This is after me been one month there. I answered the phone, 2245 Popeye. This is General. How may I help you? General manager's name is Mr. Elvin Bridgewater. Mr. Elvin said, Son, I see you've been doing a great job. You have moved up faster than anybody I knew in Popeyes. He said, Good, Great things are coming your way. I'm going to give you a 10 cent raise. He moved me up from 515 to 525. One of the happiest days of my life. But opportunity was there for me to actually learn on the job. And advance and enhance myself. You know, people that been there were saying, why they don't give me an opportunity? Y'all ain't never trained me on pack. They was waiting for somebody to tell them that the position was open. What I seized on the opportunity, since I wasn't doing nothing, I can learn this other own skill and still just come in. So that's how opportunity is. And I think sometimes you sitting back, you're waiting, you're not being consistent and practicing on your job and proper preparation for this piss poor performance. You are not preparing yourself for the opportunity. So when opportunity comes, you can never take advantage of it. So you always find yourself in a second deal um, situation or uh, in a situation where you can't capitalize off of what's not there. And, and so that's called being an asset. When your asset is not a liability, a liability always hurting the team. When that young man got up there and said that prayer, um, 
I seen some of the members of his church was like, was kind of like, he he messing up, but he was doing good. But that's the same guy that just told me two days before, he think he could do a great job. But he was waiting on somebody to call him up, tell him that he's going to do the prayer. And like I say, the sun shining, there's no rain. He ain't never getting a fuss with his, his, his supervisor at work. It was the best day. He just got a raise. His girlfriend, um... Find out she he she love him. It's not gonna work like that. Sometimes when you get an opportunity, uh, and doing one thing, you might have the worst day in the world doing something else. That's why it's great great time to prepare yourself. You might been going through hell, and five minutes later, an opportunity out this world come walk right in front of you. So if you can't switch the situations and, and take advantage of it, what it is is you won't carry that burden around, and you won't be able to seize see it and seize the opportunity. Opportunity waits for nobody. It comes with no name on there, no label, no sign, no tag. When somebody needs something done, they just need something done. I was watching the TV show Ice World Trucker, and two dudes came in for the uh, interview. One dude came in with his resume, and one dude came in with his resume in his his Alaska jacket, his Alaska boots, and everything. And they asked the um, one, said, well, why you ain't bring no jacket? He said, well, you know, I was trying to see if I was going to get hired. They asked him, well, why you bring a jacket? He said, because I'm ready to work now. Who you think they hire? They, they they hire the person ready to go. And that's how it is. People want people that can move. The best ability is availability. Who available? I have a janitorial company. I called one person. They called my phone five times. I said, well, I just got this new contract. When you think you'll be able to... Um, now, I got the contract. Today is May 21st. And... No, I got the contract on May 17th, and they told me, well, I, 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 can, I can try to do the walkthrough sometime this weekend. I called the other person. They said, I can start tonight. The other person called me back. I said, I gave it to somebody. They said, damn, man, I really wanted that or whatever. I just, best availability is availability. The opportunity came across your desk. And that's that just how the world is. Nobody's going to wait for you to get it together. Nobody's going to... Well, people like ready-made. And uh, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. He was telling me, he said, man, it's kind of different. He said, son, it's like when he take his son to basketball practice, he's like, all the kids already know how to play basketball. He said, like his son, the saddest one in the world. He, I said, well, you're not looking for basketball practice. I said, you need, you need to take him to basketball training. He said, well, what's the difference? He said, when we came up, I said, nah, we got our training playing in the hood. We will just go play. That's, that's your training. When you just see kids outside play, that's their training. So I told him, his son, when you're going to, back to basketball practice, you know how to play. For you to practice something, that means you already know how to do it. So you you already you got to have some kind of concept of how to do it. He needed training. So, and that's the, the, the same way you If you're a speaker, you need to be practicing. If you want to know how to buffaloes, uh, uh, drive the trucks, you need to be watching YouTube videos, sharpen your knife, man. So when you call to come out the um, draw, if you use a sharp knife, you can do some cutting. They need you sharp. And then sometimes you don't even got to be that sharp. You just got to know, know enough. So, in, in especially the, the basics. Most of the stuff, I, nobody gave me a vending class. Before I started teaching vending classes, I didn't know many people had vending classes. I would have made half of the mistakes I made in vending if I knew there were people out there with vending classes. 
but people didn't have them. So I started teaching vending. But I learned a lot of my stuff, me looking up stuff, me looking at other people that do it. Stopping the Coca-Cola guy, asking them questions. Say, man, with a machine like this, um, what this part called? Uh, what's the number one problem you get on this machine? That's I'm in school. I think some people think school is only when you go to a place that somebody wants you to be at with a with a building with a flag in front of there and you got to sit down. Nah, when you're an entrepreneur, not a entrepreneur, every day of your life is a school. You're always looking up to pick up on greatness. That's what I call knowledge. You're always looking to, looking to pick it up. So when you're called upon, you can perform the duties you need to um, um, do. And that's what great people do. They always, they patiently waiting till their turn come and their opportunity come. And when their opportunity comes, they take full advantage of it. Now to those who don't, you, they run into the same situation. All the, they're waiting. They're waiting to be told. They're waiting to be told they're great. They're waiting to be told that you're doing a good job. My, my, one of my good great friends, he said, D, I tell everybody to work under me. And you don't never have to tell on me. Your work tell on you. If you was a salesman, stop looking for the soup. The general manager come tell you you're doing a good job. The board, they got a board where every time a car sell, you got to write your name on the board. I have a cousin of mine. He wanted um, salesman of the month, 17 months in a row. Talk to me, somebody. The general manager never have to come and tell him you're doing a good job. His name the 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 awards you sit in his desk in his office you see doing a good job in preparation like I said preparation creates separation you uh I I walked in his office because he brought one of my books one day and I went to drop it off to him and as I I went in his office one thing I seen him he was the new car was coming up and he was reading over the new specs to the new Toyota Camry he reading over the new specs to the Toyota Camry. Sharpening his knife. Nobody told him to do that. Nobody told him to do that. Nobody tells me to go to this seminar over here. They got a cleaning seminar over here. Let me go over here and check it out and see what they're talking about. What's new? So that's what I want y'all to get out today. Um, man, you got to be patient and wait your turn. Be patient and wait your turn. And while you're in the waiting process, that should be your preparation process. You should be preparing yourself to go into whatever opportunity that you possibly could. Go in it. And you, you, if you go in it um, with some level of knowledge, people accept you. They accept you. Um, I remember me starting at a restaurant. Um, and when I was starting at the restaurant... It, I always, my whole life, worked at the fast food restaurants, but I paid attention. So when I got to one of the big restaurants, the guy said, man, I don't want to work with no fast food guy. The guy said, nah, nah, this guy know a little something. So he called me in the kitchen. So he asked me a couple of questions. And I was able to answer a couple of questions. So he felt as though, and I took this straight from fast food. He was like, well, he'll be all right. I'll work with him. So he, you have a portion out before? Yeah, we portion out before in ounces. So you take that scale right there and we, we put it in four ounces on thing. Oh, yeah, I could, I could use him. That's for me paying attention. The other guy, he let him be a busser. Now, we were supposed to go on the job. I think we were supposed to make like $9. I got a raise right then enough from, he said, well, this job do 11 So I, I jumped over him $2. Now, I remind you, he called me about the job. So you know he was mad. And me and him worked at Popeye. He just ain't pay attention. 
So, and I, and I use myself as an example, and I use other people that I listen to and watch and I respect. But when, when these situations, circumstances, situations come, we have to be, we got to be aware. We just have to be aware of these things. They're going to come, and we have to take full advantage of it. All right? So, that's the Unusual Pair Podcast for the day. And i like to get many likes as possible. Y'all follow this. Remind you, every Thursday at 6 p.m., you will get a new uh, episode. Whether it's me or one of the spectacular guests that I have on. And I love y'all. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all tonight.